welcome to the Nourishing Nuggets podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. I'm your host and friendly neighborhood dietitian, Taveen Verano. If you struggle with nutrition confusion and all the noise out there in the wellness space, I'm here to simplify it for you. As a registered dietitian, I'll teach you how to build a healthier routine by adding nourishing food to your plate, rejecting that deprivation mentality, using simple nutrition science to empower you, and creating powerful mindset shifts to inspire you. Instead of living in that all or nothing mindset, which let's be honest, leaves us mostly in the nothing zone, let's start making moves in a sustainable, joyful, and freeing way, one nugget at a time. So grab some coffee and let's dig into today's nugget. Hello everyone, welcome back to today's episode. I am going to try to be as clear as possible in today's episode, but it is a very nuanced topic and it's one that I've gotten requests for a few times now, so I thought I would address it today in our little nourishing nugget and hopefully you get to see my perspective and my philosophy on calories. So I've gotten this question a lot, calories, do they matter? Do I need to be in a calorie deficit if I wanna lose weight? Should I count them, etc.? So this episode may be a hefty one, but like I said, I've gotten enough questions and requests to go over calories that I wanted to share my take on it. So quick, you know, the quick answer to this question, if calories matter, yes, they do matter, but we don't need to count them in order to lose weight. So calories do count, but we don't need to count them to lose weight, especially if that works against your mindset. So scientifically, calories are simply energy and they do matter, right? Calories give us energy to do our day-to-day life, but counting them in an app or, you know, even on a piece of paper may do you more, more harm than good, to be honest. I like to focus personally on the quality of what I'm eating and the quantity, not just the quantity. Because the philosophy that I like to follow and through a lot of research on not just calories, but also the hormonal impacts that food has on our bodies is that when we are eating high quality, satisfying foods, that's why I like to, my, my free you know meal planning guide is all about creating satisfying, insatiating meals, how to create fulfilling meals. If we are eating high quality foods that fill us up, our intake will naturally be regulated and our calories will probably be where they need to be or even a little lower because we are actually eating foods that fill us up and we are able to then lose weight. I always like to say I lost the bulk of my weight after years of restriction and binging and restriction and binging. I finally lost over 40 pounds, not counting calories and actually eating more because when I was eating better quality foods and actually fulfilling and satisfying meals, I was then not binging. I wasn't overly snacking at night. I wasn't all of a sudden starving after four days of being in a quote calorie deficit. I wasn't starving and then turning to every single thing that I owned in the pantry to stuff my face. That's what would be happening. I would be at like 1200 calories for five days and then I would binge on the weekends because I was just so hungry. So if you are, for example, just eating vegetables, low fat dips, low fat bread, all day long, you, yes, you are in a calorie deficit, but you're probably very hangry and very irritable. And come Thursday or Friday, you will most likely overeat when you are in weekend mode or when you have a party or meeting up with friends for, you know, lunch or happy hour. That's when you're most likely going to overeat because your body is craving food. So I personally like to focus on satisfying and satiating foods like protein, carbs, veggies, healthy fats, so that we are fueled for the day. This is how I coach my clients through building meals. We want to be fueled for our day and approach our hunger with calmness versus chaos. Chaotic hunger, I like to call it as, you know, when your blood sugar dips too low, when when maybe you're not eating or you're eating very high sugar food, so then you have a, a spike and then a crazy dip. Uh, blood sugar rises are completely normal. We need our blood sugar to rise. For 
for our bodies to function, but it's those extreme rises and extreme falls that can cause those chaotic eating experiences, chaotic hunger. We want to approach hunger with peace and calm. That way you are able to pick foods that actually nourish you instead of attacking foods. Imagine eating junk food all day, trying to stay in a deficit. This is, this is my biggest like beef with, with calorie counting is you, we try to fit in, quote, fit in junk foods a lot of the times to our day, but these foods are actually wired to make us want to eat more of them. They are calorically dense and they are very satisfying in the sense of they are very indulgent. They light up centers in our brain to want to keep eating more and more and more. That is why it's very hard to stay in a calorie deficit if you are eating things like chocolate and Pringles. Now, but I'm not saying this as a generality. I mean, you know, some people might be able to see in a calorie deficit eating Pop-Tarts and, and Pringles and, you know, Oreos and whatever else. But most of the time, these processed foods make us want to eat more of them. That's why we can overeat on Oreos and Pringles, but it's very difficult to overeat on like a grilled chicken breast, right? Or roasted broccoli. We're usually not emotionally eating or binge eating grilled chicken. Am I right? Um, So food quality impacts the amount of that food you eat, which is why if you're focusing on good quality meals, a lot of times the calories will take care of themselves. Now, all that to say, it doesn't mean I've never tracked calories. Like I said, I have tracked calories in the past when I was very restrictive. And I actually recently, like in the last three years, I want to say at the beginning of 2020, I was tracking calories as well, but in a way that I believe was better for my mindset, I actually increased my my goal calories on my app to a very, very high amount. And I actually focused on the pie chart that my app would give me. So I was using an app that gave you a pie chart of the macro split between protein, carbs, and fats. And I was viewing this type of tracking as, am I getting enough protein? Because I was struggling with getting enough protein in. So I wasn't really paying attention to the calories I was eating. I was more interested in the amount of protein I was eating and the ratio between the protein, carbs, and the healthy fats that I was eating. Now, I think that that was a better better way for me to quote track as someone who loves data and numbers and understanding how things work. That's why I personally have always been drawn to getting more information about the food I'm eating, right? As a lot of my clients like love the numbers, want to know the data, but their mindset gets in the way, their perfectionism gets in the way of using this as a helpful tool. That's why I like to say that Calorie counting may not be helpful for everyone, especially if seeing that you're approaching your calories makes you freak out, makes you just say, well, what the heck, let me overeat, or makes you overly restrict instead of tuning into your own hunger and fullness cues. That's another reason why I'm a big fan of focusing on the quality that you are eating because it really helps you stay in tune with your hunger and fullness hormones and your body's natural cues of when to start and stop eating instead of relying on a number on an app to tell you when to stop eating. So we want to be very trustworthy of ourselves and our bodies and actually learn how to nourish ourselves from a place of peace and trust that we can trust the body, that our body's cues. So all that to say, I hope that this kind of makes sense. My, my take on calorie counting, yes, calories do matter and it is helpful to be in a deficit, but you don't need to be in a crazy deficit to lose weight and you don't need to count calories in order to be in a deficit. You can be in a deficit without using you know, MyFitnessPal or Lose It or any of the other apps out there. So if you love datas and you, data and you love numbers and you want to toy around with calorie counting, you know, I recommend following my personal way of not really focusing on the calories, but more on the macro split. And if you don't want to do any of that, what I currently do to kind of keep track of my food and what I've been doing for years and years is I just keep a food journal. I keep a food journal as a way of like gathering information, gathering data. So breakfast, I had some sourdough. Lunch, I had, you know, a Chipotle bowl. For dinner, I made some chicken 
chicken and rice and some salad. That's the type of food journal that I currently keep now because it still helps me be mindful about what I'm eating. Mindfulness for me really helps as someone who who struggled with binge eating for years. Um, having a chaotic experience with food kind of takes me out of being mindful with what I'm eating. So I keep a note on my phone. I've had notes for years on my phone that I've just kept over, over the years of the food that I'm eating. And it's a very peaceful way to kind of be mindful about what I'm eating and keep a food journal without being obsessed with the numbers. And so those are just some methods that you can use for yourself if you do want to be more mindful about what you're eating. And just remember, there is freedom here. There is freedom. You can have freedom. That's why I call my method nourished and free. We want to be nourished and we want to be free with our choices. Food freedom doesn't mean that you just binge eat junk food all day because that is not freeing either. We want to nourish our body, our mind, and our soul, and we want to steward our health well from a place of freedom. And also remember that everyone is different. Freedom for you may look different than for someone else. I have clients who actually enjoy calorie counting and don't have any mindset issues with it. And they honestly use it for data and it doesn't stress them out. I have other clients who cannot do calories because of a very, you know, history of calorie counting and restriction and binging. So everyone's freedom looks different in this area. So really get to know you. If you need to book a call with me, a strategy call, you can just scroll down to the show notes. There's there's a link to book a call. There's a link to apply for high-level one-on-one coaching, and we can work through what the nourish and free method would look like for you. Because remember, everyone is different, but just know that there is freedom to be had here and you can f- walk in freedom in this area as well. So I hope this episode was helpful. It is a little longer than usual, but I hope that you guys got a nourishing nugget out of it. And we will chat next time. Bye friends. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. If you got a nugget of inspiration and are ready to take action, it would mean so much to me if you left me a five-star rating and a review so others can also find this podcast. You can also share this episode on Instagram or with a friend you think would enjoy it. It helps the show more than you know, and I really appreciate your support and encouragement. I can't wait to chat again and go over our next nourishing nugget together. Bye friends. Bye friends.